Hello and welcome to CIO Leadership Live in ASEAN. My name is Shireen Robert, editor of CIO ASEAN based in Singapore. And we're back for another episode in conversation with IT leaders across Southeast Asia and Hong Kong around leadership, innovation and business strategy. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by Dr. Ralph Ostertek, Director of Digital and Technology for Asia Pacific at the Heineken Company based in Singapore. Welcome, Ralph. Hi, thank you very much for the nice introduction, Shireen. And yeah, I'm super happy to be in the call today. And uh, yeah, let me also do a quick introduction um, to share a bit more about myself. So um, yeah, I'm Ralph. I'm originally from Germany and uh, I have spent most of uh, my career outside of Germany in international roles where I was uh, based in Americas or for about 10 years in, in Asia Pacific. And uh, I also spent about eight years in the business um, and the rest of the time in digital and uh, technology leadership roles. And I'm based in Singapore, leading the uh, APEC digital technology team of Heineken. And not to mention two-time CIO 100 winner. I see the awards feature ah, yeah. in the back <laughs> over there. Thank you for that feature. Thank um, you. So we're really excited to have you on this episode, um, really talking about Heineken's digital transformation and also because this is kind of at the start of the year, I'm really looking at what are your plans, kind of some of new year resolutions you may have um, for the year ahead, which is really exciting. So I guess the first question really is about what has been Heineken's digital transformation journey and kind of the factors that shape your strategy. Okay, that's a great question. And uh, yeah, I think, um, the real uh, transformation journey started actually in 2019, which uh, was the time uh, when I joined Heineken after nearly 20 years in a very different industry. I'm coming uh, from automotive, uh, where I worked for Mercedes-Benz. Uh, uh, and when I joined in 2019, um, it was pretty clear for Heineken that a few bigger changes are needed. And uh, I can give you uh, some reasons why. Um, and then let me start with the, the positioning and the standing of the technology function at this point in time. Uh, like in many other companies, it was at this point in time more seen as a cost factor. The technology function was under finance and we were not really uh, at the same uh, table with all the other key leaders uh, in the company on a global level, on a regional level and on a local level. And, and that also had an impact on the strategy because if you look at the strategy, there was a IT strategy of Heineken, uh, but it was not fully integrated and connected to the overall enterprise business strategy of the company. Yeah, and um, another key reason why uh, a change was needed was actually that we were coming from a very fragmented technology landscape. Um, to give you a bit of feeling, so uh, we had three and a half thousand business platforms and solutions in the company, 45 ERP solutions, different uh, solutions uh, globally. Um, and we had no uh, really consistent standardized view on where we are um, if we look at our technology landscape and also not where we want to be in a few years. So based on that, a lot of things has happened uh, since 2019. Uh, for example, now we have a new corporate function. It's called a digital technology function. And this is an uplifted function where now we are at the table. Yeah, If you look at a global level, um, we have a chief digital tech officer, uh, Rona Den Elsen in the global executive team of Heineken. In the regional leadership teams, we are represented with leaders like myself. Uh, and also in the operating companies, we are at the same table where we have uh, digital tech leaders uh, in place. Yeah. And now if you look at the strategy, that's also very different. It's uh, fully connected, integrated to the business strategy. There is a, a dream 
uh, which uh, we have and um, where we inspire our people, which is about become the best connected brewer in the world. Um, and now you also ask about the factors of the strategy. Uh, so we have five pillars, uh, if I may explain uh, quickly. Um, the, the priority number one uh, is about people. Yeah, um, this is very important. And uh, for us, it's really about having the right people with the right capabilities in place. Um, we uh, really put a lot of effort in upskilling, uh, digital upskilling, not only within the DNT digital tech function, also in the business on all levels, uh, inclusive senior leaders. Um, and then there is quite a shift in the company towards hubs, where we also leverage uh, the power of hubs for different the purposes um, uh, in the organization. And um, yeah, now if you continue in the strategy uh, for the five pillars, um, the other pillar is uh, that we are digitizing our route to consumer. Um, the next one is about data analytics, where we are really driven by creating value for the company, for the business, by leveraging uh, data and AI. Then we are simplifying and automating our processes. And um, we focus on establishing a, what we call a secure digital backbone. Uh, and this is actually a full modernization of our technology landscape. So these are the five uh, pillars uh, of the strategy. And in general, across all these pillars, we really uh, try to focus with everything what we do on our customers and consumers um, and, and, and focus on value creation. And what you mentioned there is kind of a familiar story for most um, IT teams, um, basically, that it, how you used to be considered a call center and you had all these different uh, plans and strategies or teams that were using their own uh, ways of using technology or implementing technology. And then now coming to realizing that you know, we need to be a bit more unified and have a solid plan in place, at least for the company to thrive um, or at least work for the business. Um, and just to unpack that a bit further in terms of how you mentioned that the technology um, is enabling teams in Heineken to better serve consumers, basically. Um, yeah, could you share a bit more about how that has, how technology has enabled you and the company to build more customer value? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and in this context, you just mentioned consumer and then the word customer. It's good to explain maybe in a minute uh, how this works in our business, uh, because we, we have both customers and consumers. If you look at a company like Heineken, um, most of the time, uh, for example, in, in Asia Pacific, where we have so-called fragmented uh, markets, we don't sell directly to you as a consumer who would uh, drink, for example, a Heineken beer. Uh, normally, uh, we have customers uh, in between, which can be bars, uh, restaurants, or mom and pop stores, uh, what is quite popular in the region, right? Now, if we talk about uh, value uh, for our customers, uh, this is really driving us uh, very strongly. We try, with, as I said before, with everything what we do to have our customers and consumers uh, in the center of our activities. And uh, maybe it's good to talk about one example, how we create value there with our digital uh, tech activities. Um, Let's imagine you are now in Vietnam and you are the owner of a bar or a mom and pop store uh, in Ho Chi Minh City. Uh, so then we would provide you an app um, which you can use from your phone, uh, a so-called B2B app where you can order 24 seven uh, our products, right? And in the past, uh, these kind of ordering processes were very manual. This could be like text messages, WhatsApp, paper sometimes even. Um, and then mistakes can happen and it's not standardized. So this is happening fully standardized with a state-of-the-art app. Uh, and there you can also then benefit from online uh, promotions. There are loyalty programs 
uh, which can add value to, uh, to you as a customers. And what is uh, pretty cool actually, uh, and, and really has a direct impact on, on revenue of customers is uh, what we call our product recommender. Uh, so this is an AI empowered feature in this app where you get uh, recommendations by AI to um, how you can order better, right? How often you should order, what products you should order. Uh, and there we can measure the direct positive impact on, on your business. And this is really uh, highly appreciated by our customers. We can see a very positive trend in the NPS score where we measure the happiness of our customers. At the same time, maybe to add another example here is that this also brings efficiencies to the customers, right? Not only revenue uplift, because we fully digitize um, the processes. Um, and I can give you another example, um, because what is also common practice is that we do kind of assessments of the shelves of our customers, where we see how are the products positioned, right? Um, and normally in old times, um, this uh, process took an average about 24 minutes when a salesperson from Heineken went in a store and they did an assessment with the customers. Nowadays, we can do this in three minutes, which is a saving of more than 80% of time, just because we use um, um, shelf image recognition, yeah, AI, where we take a photo of the shelf and then you automatically get the result of this assessment. So these are some examples how we add value. And it's quite timely that you are also introducing all these things like apps and you know, technology that can uh, you know, actually view the shelf in real time. Um, because while as, as obviously as a provider, you are evolving, but even those traditional mom and pop store, mom and pop stores are also evolving and you know adapting to the times of where technology is being used widely by society. So they are also getting on, uh, or kind of catching the hint that they need to um, advance the way in the way they do business. Uh, so it's quite cool to see uh, that you are also complementing their business in that way. Um, and speaking of how society is changing, obviously in your capacity outside of Heineken, uh, you hold advisory positions such as you know being the ambassador for the World Economic Forum's um, Global Metaverse Collaboration Village. It's a mouthful over there. Um, and co also being co-chair of the Digital Economy Committee at you know the European Chamber of Commerce for Singapore. Um, so you know what, in your position, having such a wide view of you know, so many different um, communities and industries, what are some of the key priorities um, do you see businesses having? Um, and what is your advice maybe for companies looking to innovate or digitalize? Yeah, that's a great question. And yeah, indeed, I'm, I'm very engaged also outside uh, of Heineken and these kind of organizations to really uh, get an outside view as well and um, uh, collaborate and exchange thoughts with other leaders in the digital and tech community. And um you know, if you ask about common themes or priorities, um, maybe I can talk a bit about actually a challenge I can see across companies, even across industries, um, because I, I can see that many companies, they are overwhelmed and actually they struggle with the speed and the dynamics uh, of how what I call exponential technologies are disrupting their business or even entire industries. Yeah. And uh let me explain what I mean with that. Exponential technologies for me are technologies like, you know, AI, robotics, 3D printing, sensors, IoT, Web3 technologies and metaverse. All these kind of uh, new technologies, they are moving very quickly. And uh, this can be very overwhelming um, for uh, companies or for the leaders in, in companies. And this is a, a common theme I can see. Now, if you ask me about 
my recommendation. So my learning and uh, recommendation would be, first of all, uh, stay calm and don't panic. All right. Because there's this risk that you are so much influenced by the news and by uh, the stories shared by consulting companies and, and so on that you you don't know where you want to go and you're changing direction too often. So first of all, uh, stay calm and, and don't panic. And then do what I, I call demystify these exponential technologies. And this means I'm really deeply convinced that you should have your own understanding and your own opinion about these topics. I would not recommend to only listen to others, to so-called experts or consulting companies or whomever. It's really important to take the time and on your own as a company understand what do these exponential technologies mean actually in general and what can they mean for your business? Yeah, and then based on that, on your business strategy and the impact these technologies can make, then prioritize and find out what are your big bets where you should focus on. Um, and if you know that, then you need to think about the capabilities, right? Um, and this can be tools, uh, but this can also be people skills you need um, um, to work on these technologies. Um, and you also need to think about um, what partners you want to choose to work on it. Maybe you cannot have all the capabilities in-house. Uh, and then you should start, get into this, experiment and learn, right? And, and continuously review and see what are the best opportunities for you. And um, yeah, maybe I can give you one quick example how this looks in practice, if at least uh, if I'm uh, working on these topics. If we, if we can take Metaverse as an example, which was the big hype like uh, two uh, to three years ago. So if I talk about uh, Demystify, uh, what we did, uh, I organized the so-called Metaverse Week uh, here in the APEC region, uh, where I invited external companies, uh, people from Singapore government. We had someone from Silicon Valley, an expert, and we had for a, a partner like Microsoft to really get all these different views and have a discussion about what is it and what can it mean for us, right? At the same time, we did a lot of experiments uh, also at Heineken in different regions, uh, in different areas, uh, which can be consumer metaverse, industrial metaverse, or collaborative metaverse uh, topics. Uh, and based on that, we we derived some learnings and, 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 and said, okay, where do we want to focus on and where maybe not at this point in time? And one of the big learnings for us is, for example, that it's about scalability, right? Because we this is a big learning we have that we should not always do similar use cases in different countries. In the context of metaverse, we should do more scalable solutions from the beginning. Yeah, and now the big topic is Gen AI. Uh, that's uh, the topic we are looking at. And speaking of big bets, obviously, uh, at the start of the year, coming into 2024, um, it, there's a lot of uncharted waters, basically, that we are, that you kind of have to wade through. Um, and so look, applying it to yourself, maybe looking at yourself internally, you know, what goals or intentions do you have uh, for your team in 2024? And how do you plan on achieving them? Yeah. So for 2024, there are a few priorities. Um, I will focus on with my team. I talk now in this context about the Asia Pacific region, which is uh, my scope here uh, as a leader. Um, so uh, one priority is definitely to continue to create value, uh, but now go to the next level. Um, because what we have done, and I explained this a bit at the beginning is, uh, if you look at our route to consumer um, at Heineken, we established already a quite a strong digital ecosystem, right, for our own salespeople. Uh, for the distributors, which are our partners, um, and for our customers. 
Uh, and then we have different tools and platforms in place. And now it's really about fully leveraging uh, these platforms which we have to create value, as I explained earlier in the meeting, which can have a positive impact on the revenue, but also on uh, from an efficiency perspective. And uh, how do we do this? Um, I think it's very important to collaborate cross-functionally. So in this case, if it's about route to consumer, it's our commercial team uh, where we act like one team, like one family. Uh, we have even shared common targets really to strongly focus on, on the value creation. Um, the other priority is to continue our journey from a people perspective, where, as I mentioned also before, uh, we are moving stronger into hubs, um, where there's a very exciting uh, team which we created in, in the region here, which is called Tiger Tribe. Um, so this is the first and only uh, in-house innovation and digital product uh, hub of Heineken uh, with a global scope, right? So this is a team of digital natives. They can build digital products and innovate for global corporate functions for other regions and markets uh, all over the world uh, in a high speed for very attractive costs. And then we own the solution and we don't pay license fees and so on. So this is very, a big topic for us. And then there's another hub uh, we are uh, getting started this year, uh, which is about data analytics, where we are building in-house capabilities uh, in the context of data management, AI, and so on. Uh, so this is uh, another priority, uh, people and hubs. Um, there may be two more. Uh, one is about uh, what we call digital backbone. Um, this is the modernization of our overall technology landscape, which includes our ERP solution and all the standard business platforms around it. So that's a big program for us and we are getting ready now. So we are uh, globally in the pilot phase and um, uh, later this year, or beginning of next year, we will then scale up also in, in our region. So we need to get ready for this. Um, yeah, and last but not least, the generative AI. Uh, I definitely will focus a lot on with my team. Uh, we are in the middle of this uh, already, maybe to give you some insights. So uh, what is, I think, very cool is that uh, last year already, uh, we opened up uh, ChatGPT, so to say, to all our employees internally for free. They can use it uh, on their phone uh, as, a, as a bot. Uh, we call this PowerBot. And this is in our safe environment, uh, which is very cool. Uh, at the moment, we are in uh, we are piloting Microsoft Copilot. Uh, we are in this early advanced program, which is super exciting. We are just coming to an end, and then we will see how we continue. Uh, and in parallel, we have started to to do some research and see in which corporate functions, right? We have the bigger biggest opportunities with generative AI. That's the. These are some of my priorities of the year. That's a really long list. Usually <laughs> when people plan for New Year's resolutions, it's only like one or two. We aim to achieve one or two, but it sounds like a lot of things are already underway. So um, we're really excited to see, um, you know, the fruition that it comes, all comes down to. Um, yeah, but it's been really a, such a pleasure to have this conversation with you, Ralph. And like you mentioned, the times that we are in, you know, the pressures that companies are facing, um, it's really quite a feat. So your advice and all that you've shared today has been really valuable. So thank you so much for all the insights. Thank you so much for the great conversation. Very good questions, Shree. No thank worries. You. And yeah. thank you for our audience as well for joining us on this episode. Uh, we hope to see you again next time. Thank you so much.